welcome back everyone to the Fantasy Madness Podcast with me, your host, the Mad Chatter, Ryan MK. Thank you very much for joining. Much appreciated. If you don't already, follow me on the Twitter, the Grams, as the kids say these days. Follow me at RMK Madness. If you already do, I'm sure you're keeping up on the content, checking things out. Much appreciated. Hmm. Yeah, I hope your week has been well. It's not been, it's been all right here at the Madhouse, at the Madhouse MK. It's been all right. (sighs) Getting a little deeper into the holiday spirit, I would say. Finally got our tree up, which for us, the past few years, we've been doing kind of a tree on the wall, if you will. And basically, take the lights, the garland, you make the shape of the tree on the wall, you just put it right up there, and... That's the tree. And part of it is, our place is a little small, to be perfectly honest. And on top of it, it just saves so much space. It really does. And we got tired of dealing with the fake trees. They're such a pain in the ass. But maybe maybe they're not. I haven't had a very new one. We usually, the hand-me-downs are what we get. I discussed this on my other podcast, the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast. Feel free to check that out everywhere you find this one. I also discuss battle bots and some pro grabs and some other stuff. So take a look at, oh yeah, things that could destroy the earth. That's a good conversation. Anyway. Back into the holiday spirit conversation. (sighs) The whole tree thing, it just just gets me. Like, we wanted to do real trees, but then you think about real trees, and it's like, yeah, then you're just cutting down trees. You're You're just financing the cutting down of trees. So it's probably better to go with the fake tree. There's that damn sound again. Do you hear it? We've heard this this sound in previous podcasts just pop up randomly out of nowhere. It sounds like a bathroom fan. It's got to be the neighbor's bathroom fan. Anyway. <laughs> oh, goodness. And, it, you know, so we're getting into the spirit. We got some presents wrapped finally under the tree. We do our thing. We tend to collect stuff throughout the year. And our box of stuff, not as full this year, simply because, you know, we're not doing the shopping out and about as much as, you know, previous years. Because, you know, 2020. And uh, But getting excited. Yeah, the kids are into it. We got the little counter thing. We got this wooden wooden one and the blocks the numbers come in the blocks and they gotta take the to to mark the days left until christmas i guess i should have clarified that but so they got that going the kids are excited counting down the days and all i want for christmas is aliens literally like where where i figure just you know because come on (laughs) let's be honest shit's real it's pretty clear there's some shit out there. I mean, we, we're not at full disclosure, but government's admitted, yeah, we study some shit. We don't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> so it's, it, it's not such a conspiracy theory anymore, right? There's some realism to it, and I want to see the fuckers. And, and, and not the, not, you know, not the war of the world type, like, like the E.T. kind, you know, the time I, the kind, Paul, 
for that movie Paul. Yeah, with uh, the dudes, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, I believe, is the other one's name. You know, from the Shaun of the Dead fame. And uh, what else did they do? Why do I always forget? Hot Fuzz. That's the fucking name of it. Good flicks. Good flicks. Yeah, let's give that for Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Dem boys. So like that. You know, an alien I could get high with. That's, that's, that's all I'm asking for. And I've explained this to my wife. And I'm not likely to see them before the end of the year. Before Christmas. But I might get some alien toys. Because they have alien toys. I've been, I've talked about this on my other pod too. Because I've gotten in to, you know, not so big on Christmas movies. I mean, I dig The Nightmare Before Christmas. I like The Grinch. Pretty much all versions of it. and But I'm not super big on Christmas movies. Once upon a time, once I was a kid, I enjoyed the Santa Claus. But that's, a, that's about it. I mean, I suppose I could go with Jingle All the Way. Because Funny Arnold is funny to me. I, I mean, that's part of what I love about the movie True Lies. Is the Arnold comedy in that. The Arnold. When I was a kid, I wrote a story about Arnold Schwarzenegger. I didn't know how to spell I can't remember. I was fairly young. But uh, I didn't know how to spell, so it was like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Something like that. But good story about Arnold fighting a T-Rex. And yeah, that was me as a kid. But I love me some funny Arnold. So I could do some jingle all the way. I could do some some of that. But just not big into the Christmas movie, so I'm sitting around. I guess maybe I'm still a little bit into the Halloween mood because I've been watching the Alien movies again. And I love these. I love them. And now Walmart has alien toys. So that's what I want. If I can't have real fucking aliens for Christmas, I want some alien toys for Christmas. <sighs> End of rambling. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. It's an odd show. It's, it, it can be an odd show. <sighs> But I hope you enjoyed the week, the crazy few early week games, and I covered those on Mini Madness, if you didn't check that out. Try and check that out every week. And, uh, yeah, interesting stuff there, but we, we move on, because we're moving on. We're on to the playoffs. We're on to the playoffs, as Bill Belichick would say. And here we are. Hope you are ready, because the first game of round one, week 14, Started off with a whimper, really. Because <laughs> the Rams just beat the shit out of the Patriots. Just beat them down. That Mona, one of my favorite terms, sandblasted them. Whoo! And there's not a lot to it, I mean, discussion-wise, as far as it pertains to fantasy football. I mean, New England really struggled. Nikhil Harry was the leading receiver? Interesting. But for the Rams, they got a big defensive, you know, pick six. And that was kind of the start of the ass whooping. And Cooper Cup got a TD. But really, the story of the whole game is Cam. And not Cam Newton. No, Cam Akers. See, I was wondering about starting him in this game. I almost did in a playoff matchup. But what scared me away wasn't the Patriots' defense. No. And I talked about this in many matters. It's Sean McVay. Because you wonder, because he talked about before earlier in the year, yeah, we need to get we need to get Cam the ball more, yeah, 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 and and then you just don't see anything to it, so you just wonder, okay, are you gonna finally give him the ball now, or are you gonna give him this game and then kind of you know 
split the carries up again. Nope. I, w- I was just a little concerned what Sean McVay would do, but it seems he's all aboard the Acres train himself, which is good to know, which is good. I like that. I like that. So, Rams take care of business, 24-3. to Kind of crushes the Patriots' playoff hopes. But, for the fantasy goers, the playoffs are now. And shit's on the line. So let's get into the week 14 prognosis. What the fuck? Oh, the madness. The madness. Okay. So week 14 prognosis. Now, reminder once again. It's a dynasty. Dynasty podcast. The chatter loves the dynasty. And I sprinkle in a little DFS, you know, you know. And I mainly roll with the PPR business because that's, you know, in my opinion, just what most leagues are are, are, should, are, are and, and should be, really. And I think we're working that, that way with Superflex as well. But this is, this, this is my approach when I talk about the games. Just as a reminder. And also a reminder, no bye weeks. No bye weeks. So full slate of games. Should be fun. Let's get into the first one. My home Denver Broncos taking on the Carolina Panthers. Panther. Oh, there goes the first slip up of the day. Seems early. Seems early, Chatter, to be slipping up like that. We'll see how the rest goes. But I've got Denver winning this one on the road, 27-24. to 24. I do think the Den- Denver defense is greater than the Carolina defense, and I think even though CMC could come back, the Denver takes care of business. I think it would be a little bit higher scoring. I think Locke is going to play well, which is really going to you know muddy up the QB situation in Denver. Hopefully, I, I just, I really liked Drew Locke. I thought he would be more. And you could say, well... It's only so many games into his career. It's a pretty small... I've I've seen very little to be impressed by. And that's disappointing. As someone who was was high on luck. 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 Luck, luck, luck. You ever wonder about that Drew Luck and then Andrew Luck? You ever ever just think about that? I'm sure people have had that conversation already. I've just thought it. Uh, many a times. But I think Locke will play well. I think Melvin Gordon's actually going to have to. He played well last week, and I think he's going to step it out. I think we're going to see the rest of the season some Melvin Gordon. And it's not that I don't like Philip Lindsay. I do. I think he can be really good, but he also gets hurt fairly often. And they paid Melvin that money. Fucking feed the man. Let him get going, because we've seen with Melvin, we've seen it was it was a slow start to his career. It's a slow start to seasons. I mean, once Melvin gets going, he's damn good. Is he a, one of those elite guys? Eh, nah. But he could be damn good, and I think he's going to be good in this game, along with Noah Fant. And if CMC returns, of course you're playing him. And this is fucked up. The, the Curtis Samuel and. DJ Moore, both on the COVID list. It does sound like they're going to be good to go for the game. But just temper the expectations. Denver's D. I mean, they are good out A.J. Boye. So that does make a difference. But I do think 
Broncos step up here on the road, and they take care of business. <gasps> Moving on. Minnesota at Tampa Bay. Bucks win this one 28 to 7. They have to fight a lot harder than they want to for this victory. But the Vikings, they're going to play tough. And they can't quite overcome, I imagine. And it, you got two tough defenses, but I, I still think there's going to be some points scored. Because I'm playing the studs in this game no matter what. It's two good defenses. And yes, Dalvin Cook against the Bucks run D. Hmm. But he's going to catch those passes. He's going to do his thing. I believe Dalvin has a solid game. He might not explode like we're, we like to see from Dalvin, but I think he has a solid game. And you're going to play Jefferson and Thielen. I mean, I don't know what to tell you about the Bucks running backs. I think they're not going to be needed as much in this game. I think it's going to be pass heavy. And so, that's what I'm thinking with that one. 28-27, Buccaneers next. Arizona at the Giants. I got Arizona taking this one 23-17. I realize the Giants have played well, and they very well could end up winning this game. But I think... You know, Arizona's been struggling. I think they're going to bounce back. And I do, G-Men have a much better chance of taking this, I think, if Daniel Jones is under center. And he could possibly be back. But I think the Cardinals do enough for the win. And I think Nuke gets his. But I really think it's a big Kyler Murray running the ball, Kenyon Drake, Chase Edmonds getting involved, that kind of game. Hermione. Scratching at the door while I'm recording. Why she feels bad now. Come on. You good? You good? <sighs> Back to the game. Oh, no, I think that's pretty much what I had to say. I do think... It, Darius Slayton finally gets back in the good graces of fantasy owners this week against the Arizona Cardinals secondary. Thank you. Thank you. Moving on. Kansas City at Miami. Got to take the Chiefs in this one, but I do think it's a little bit lower scoring. 23-20 to 20 is what I got going on. Chiefs on top. But I do think, I mean, obviously you're going to play your KC studs always. Hermione, you are in the way of the video. What are you doing? Don't bump the microphone. Don't bump the microphone. Do not sit on my show sheet. <laughs> and just chill right here. Just chill up on the chair, bro. What are you doing? Anyway. Hmm. You're always going to play your KC studs. But tem temper the expectations a little bit. Miami's got a really good defense. They really, really do. And I do think... Miles Gaskin is in for a bit of a big day. So I think they're going to be able to work down the field a little bit. They're going to be able to slowly do that. With Tua, that's what they kind of want to do, right? Defense, smart quarterback play, try and run the ball. Gaskin, now a bunch of the Dolphins running backs are injured. Pretty much all of them are beat up in some way or another. But it does look like Miles Gaskin has a good chance to suit up. And if he does, I'm telling you, he's going to have a hell of a game. I like him in this game. I like him a lot. I like him a lot. 
<sighs> Big day. And I think Kaseki could as well. I think Kaseki could. Because I do think there's going to come a point when Miami's going to have to try and get... Casey's going to get a little lead and Miami's going to have to throw. And Kaseki... Ooh, ah, ah. He's going to become good buddies. And I know it sucks for Devontae Parker. Owners is a little better off with Fitzpatrick. But give two of some time. Give two of some time. Dallas at Cincinnati is the next one we're looking at. Dallas, we're going to finally get this game. 24 to 13. You can call it a revenge game for Andy Dalton if you want, but I, I don't know. I mean, I suppose a little bit. They were like, fuck you, Andy. We're going to have. Yes, we're going to have Joe Burrow. And good move by the Bengals. But yeah, I'm sure that stings a little bit for Andy. So he's going to want to go in there and get have himself a good game. And I do think they finally get a good W under their belt. I mean, Cincinnati's really kind of a disaster. They're beat up. No Joe Burrow. No Joe Mixon. The Joes. The Joes are gone. And, I, you know, I would still play Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins because the Dallas offense or defense is, you know, nothing special. But, man, <laughs> I'd go ahead and roll your Dallas studs in this one. I think Zeke's going to be fine. And, you know, Cooper, Gallup, does seem like Lamb's at the shorter end of the stick when it comes to those three. But, hey, he's the rook, right? He's the rook. But I'm fine even playing him in this particular game. I think I think Dallas is going to have a much better game this week. All right, turn the page of the show sheet for Houston at Chicago. What a game, oh. Oh, it's so stupid. Houston at Chicago. I mean... Houston's got to win this, right? And uh, I got him winning 2013. That's Chicago D. Slow Houston a little bit. But Deshaun Watson's going to be fine. He's going to find some receivers. He's got him banged up. I mean, just no Will Fuller, but he's got Kuti. And then Kuti's banged up. So we'll see. But I imagine that Deshaun Watson will find a way to manage. I do believe that. <clears throat> Is Ty Montgomery? Ty Montgomery. David Montgomery. <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, no. You suck, you jackass. I deserve it. David Montgomery, is he in for another good one? I think he could be against this Houston defense. And there's always Allen Robinson. Must start. Must start. So, moving on to Tennessee at Jacksonville. Tennessee, 31. Jacksonville, 20. I do think they're going to put up a fight. But it's just not going to be enough. And I do love me some James Robinson in this game. And I think we get a DJ Chark sighting. But what I like is Colin Johnson. I, I really think he's a good flex play this week because his he's, the past two weeks, his targets are just boom. And you got to take that into consideration. Maybe that's because he's been very impressive or impressed to the coaching staff. The coaching staff is impressed with Good God. Ever since that first. <laughs> I just struggling. No! no! You're right. You're right. I'm pulling it together. <laughs> but Colin Johnson, you got to give him some love because he's getting love from the offense, from the quarterback. So you got to take that into account. And I do think they're going to be in a little bit of comeback mode here. So they're going to have to throw the ball a little bit. And I like Colin Johnson. Could be because Chenault's been banged up. Who knows? But he's making his mark. And as far as Tennessee, you're going to roll out your studs. 
See what happens. See what happens. Janu could be back, should be back. Yeah, A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, Derrick Henry. Play those fuckers. Play them. Next. <laughs> Moving into the late games. The afternoon games. We have Indianapolis at Las Vegas. I got the Colts winning this one, 25-17. I think another big day is in store for Jonathan Taylor against this 27th-ranked Las Vegas run defense. And I actually like Michael Pittman in this game. Last couple of weeks... Been the T.Y. Hilton show, but I think Pittman gets back on the map in this game. As for Vegas, Josh Jacobs could be back, but man, it's going to be tough for tough, tough. See, we'll just keep going. We just keep going. No! I know. I'm trying. <laughs> it's going to be tough, tough, tough for Las Ve- the Las Vegas offense to really get a ton going against this Colts D. Now that they're getting back and healthy again. So, when it comes to that, of course you're going to play Jacobs if he plays, but I think I'm staying away from the, you know, Vegas wideouts other than, of course, Mr. Tight End Domination, Darren Waller. There you go. Bing, bing. New York Jets at the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle 27-13. to 13. They're going to take this one. Their struggles are over. Playing the Jets always helps, even though they've had a few weeks. You know, every once in a while they put up a hell of a fight. And I do think Sam Darnold's still going to want to try and prove, hey, hey, I can play, man. Somebody take a chance on me. Because I just, I just can't take it here no more. <sighs> but Seattle struggles will be over. They will kick some ass. You're going to play those stud wide receivers. And I, I am worried about Chris Carson. Been banged up. Jets do have a decent run defense. And I think they're just going to be able to throw the ball. So, I, I, I just, I imagine Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf are going to make some noise. But if Carson's healthy, I don't see how you don't play him, especially because he's probably one of your top few backs. If you've got some better options, go ahead and roll them out. But don't get too cute. Remember, this is what I talked about mini madness. Don't get cute in the playoffs. If it's a sound, logical decision, I understand that. I know I almost slipped there, too. But I understand that. But don't get too cute, okay? Trust me. Trust me. Nightmares. Atlanta at the Chargers. I don't even have a lot to say about this one. I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. Neither have a particularly wonderful defense overall. Play your studs. I mean, you know, the Falcons' defense playing better, I know. But... I think this one is going to be a bit of a shootout. Herbert versus Matty Ice. Yeah. So, play your homies from this game, because they're going to roll. But the Chargers taking this one 33-31. Next. Green Bay at Detroit. This one is going to be tough for Green Bay. Packers, I think, will take it, 34-28. But I think the Lions are going to make it real difficult. They looked a lot better, seemed much happier to be playing football with... Matt Patricia out the door. And not to mention, divisional game on the road for the pack. Yeah, it's going to be tough. But you're going to play your Green Bay studs anyway, obviously. And that includes Robert Tanyan, I do believe. And then I'm sure MVS or Lazard will pick up some action too. Lazard's been banged up. 
We'll see how that goes. He's got the core thing that he's still dealing with on a weekly basis. So could be a little MVS action. And there's no more Tyler Irvin. But it does sound like A.J. Dillon's coming back. But it just you know reaffirms your beliefs. Jamal Williams is that second guy, right, behind Aaron Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just solidify it everything. And then for Detroit, I do think, as I said, they're going to put up a fight. So, they're going to be able to run the ball well against the, you know, quite leaky Packers run defense, to say the least. So, there's hope for Swift. And should he play, I think he'll have a hell of a game. Otherwise, I will look to Adrian Peterson, because this is a plus matchup, right? And then I think Marvin Jones... TJ Hawkinson, they're worth playing. If by some crazy chance Kenny Galladay comes back, which he's still not practicing, so that seems unlikely. But if he should, I would probably not trot Marvin Jones out there. Just saying. Because I imagine if they're putting off him coming back, they're going to wait till he's good to go, Mr. Kenny Galladay. So hopefully we see him sooner rather than later. Moving on. <laughs> New Orleans at Philadelphia. I do have the Saints winning this one, 17-13, but I almost picked the Eagles because I just, call me crazy. But I, I've liked Jalen Hurts, okay? I've waited to see what he could do. Now, last week wasn't perfect, but I want to see more, and I'm excited to see more. And I do believe that despite going up against the Saints' defense, I do think he's going to be able to make some noise, outplay Taysom Hill, and I know, that's me going with my little bias against Taysom Hill. But I just, I haven't looked at Taysom Hill and said, I mean, last week was a pretty good game. but And I said, okay, all right, Taysom Hill, fine, fine. But again, he's not done anything to just like blow me out of the water to go like, whoa, Taysom Hill. No, it hasn't happened yet. So, I want to see. More from Jalen Hurts. And I think this, this you know, I understand if people are concerned about Miles Sanders and want to bench him. I've been talking about being concerned about Miles Sanders too. But I do think making a quarterback move like this, especially when you know there's a history with some guys like Alshon Jeffrey, well, we believe it's Alshon Jeffrey, that may have some issues with Carson Wentz. And you know that just something like this can energize a team. You saw what happened last week, week 13. Jalen Hurts comes in, touchdown. The offense was energized. The defense didn't have a plan for him. So I do think it could energize this offense, and I think Miles Sanders and Jalen Hurts could help each other. But I do understand the anxiety of possibly playing Miles Sanders this week. Because that's a good run D in New Orleans. One of the best. And then, you know, his struggles as of late. But I do think Jalen Hurts improves the offense. Okay. Which will make things better for Miles Sanders. And especially because they're not the defenses aren't going to be able to go, hey, no, fuck you. You're not going anywhere. We're going to let Carson Wentz, who's, you know, really fucking struggling right now, we're going to let him try and beat us through the air. Well, if Jalen Hurts is passing the ball well and he's got the running threat, whew, that could really open some things up for Miles Sanders, huh? 
Just something to consider. But the New Orleans studs, I'm starting them, but I'm tempering expectations a little bit, except for Alvin Kamara. I think this could be a pretty big Alvin Kamara day. <sighs> Fucking Saints. <laughs> the Washington football team, or as I like to call them, the Washington Skins, are playing at San Francisco. If it's even really San Francisco, San Francisco's having to play other places, like Arizona. And uh, I think the Foreskins take this one 20-17. Washington, they're playing well. And I really do feel like them or the Giants, like they, they are two decent teams, right? It's just <laughs> the NFC least, oh my goodness. <laughs> it's awful. It really is. But that being said, Washington and New York not playing bad. And I think they're gonna Washington's gonna take this game. Despite probably no Antonio Gibson, which stinks. But JD McKissick, huh? Huh? Should get plenty of receptions, should get some run with the ball. I think that's the route to go with that one. Stay the fuck away from Peyton Barber. But Terry McLaurin is the story here. I think he has a huge day, bounces back. Great to be a Terry McLaurin owner in the playoffs in round one because I think he's going to give you a big one. I really do. I really do. And San Francisco's going to struggle, man. And woman. And all y'all out there. San Francisco's going to struggle. Washington has a hell of a defense. And, And they already, if they can't get the run game, this is a bad recipe when you have not a great quarterback against a really good defense. In all phases, this can make things very, very difficult. As you saw last week, they made things difficult for Big Ben. And Big Ben, pro, veteran, you know. Speaking of Big Ben, we move on to the Sunday Night Football. Get a little cheer in there for the Sunday Night Foosball. Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Mm, This one was a tough one to pick because I feel like Pittsburgh's a really solid team. And they're going to want to bounce back. And, you know, Buffalo's playing great, but they are susceptible. And Pittsburgh's the kind of team that could cause them issues. But they're also really banged up on defense, the Steelers are. So I've got the Bills winning this one, 23-19. It's in Buffalo. It's going to get. It's going to be an ugly, cold win. Pittsburgh, D, like I said, is banged up, but I, they're still very good. So I think they could cause some problems for the Bills' offense and Josh Allen. They're not going to look as spectacular, but neither are the Steelers. They're going to struggle on the road, and there's really been an issue with the running game. I was hoping, hoping getting Anthony McFarlane some carries, getting him in there, would give him some juice, but it just hasn't been happening. And James Conner is likely to come back, and he wasn't doing anything great. But And I do think... He could have a good game because the Bills, middle of the pack against the run, so it's very plausible, but they just haven't been running well, period, as of late. So I'm a little worried about that side of the Steelers, and I'm a little concerned about James Conner. If you've survived without him, and you've been, and you know, you've got players to, if you're like, oh, please come back, I need you so bad, then I understand, play him. He could have a day. I'm kind of tempering my expectations with Mr. Mr. Connor. But the wide receivers, on the other hand, they should kill it. I'd start all three of them. Even James Washington. Hell, 
in one league, I am starting James Washington. Because, really, any of them. They're all going to get a little bit of action. And James Washington the least. But James Washington could also get one of those crazy-ass long touchdowns. But Claypool, Deontay Johnson, those are the top two guys. And then Juju's in there as well a little bit. But I'm, I'm comfortable playing any of them in this game because I do think they're going to have to do, you know, they're going to have to put up some points. And I do think they're going to struggle to run. So I think it's like going to be almost a shootout. <laughs> Which sounds stupid. <laughs> almost a shootout. Anyway, anyway. That's the prognosis. That's what we're here for. One thing over. Duh. Winning. That is right. And those are the prognosis, the thoughts of the mad chatter for you to prepare for round one of the fantasy football playoffs. <sighs> yes, we are ready for round one. Well, I hope you are. Because <laughs> I'm not. May please have your attention. The store will be closing in five minutes. That is right. That is right. And no, I, I actually, I, I, I was going to say, I am ready for the, for the playoffs. Believe you, me. See, the thing is, I'm not in the playoffs as much this year. It stinks. I mean, it stinks. But in a way, it's kind of nice. I can just concentrate on the few that I'm in and just kind of relax, right? Because normally, I only miss one or two. I'm in the playoffs in the rest, but it's been a fucked up year. I had a couple of startups. I went super fucking young. And that was my intention. I was like, I don't even care if I compete in year one. So I'm going to build a monster that'll fucking last me for years. <laughs> that was a thought process anyway. One did about the trick. I did very poorly because I also had a lot of injuries. And in both leagues, honestly, I did draft Darius guys too, which doesn't fucking help, right? Got a couple other leagues. One, yeah, Darius guys in that one. I've had some rough leagues. I one of the leagues. I I still, am like, top five in points. But I missed the playoffs. Some shit we have to think about changing. We evolve. In fantasy football, right? That's part of what's great about it is there's evolution constantly. And you see, people are starting to do that. We're the last playoff spot, not by record, by most points left. And that, that makes sense because you gotta re that really is a better mark of who the better team is. Same thing with, like, seeing a lot of playoffs this year. Dudes with more points missing the playoffs because the person tied with them beat them during the year. To me, the better indicator of the better team is the points. If you're racking up points on a bunch on a week-to-week -week basis, you just happen to have the shit luck of playing one of the few teams that are scoring higher than you. That's bullshit! Or you play a shit team and they just randomly go off. <laughs> That's never fun. So I had a lot of craziness in my leagues this year. And, and plus, I admittedly I've, I've been focusing a lot more time to the analysis side of fantasy football and doing the podcasts and the articles and things like that I've doing I've committed a lot more time to that this year 
than I have in previous years. And I think that took a little bit away too. And not to blame it, because I certainly could have done a better job managing everything. But I think it's finding that groove. And maybe I'm not quite there yet. We'll, we'll, we'll get there, though. And before we go, again, again, I hope you DVR BattleBots, and you're going to watch it. Because it was fucking awesome. Per usual. Per usual. Main event, main event disappointing just because of a main event. <laughs> I was actually on a run there without a slip-up until just, no, 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 we're about to get off. And there we go. But... Main event, little little bit disappointing just because of who I was rooting for, but great overall episode. Check out my Miscellaneous Debris Pod. We do a little bit of BattleBots chatter, as I mentioned previously, on that particular show. And then I also mentioned checking out, uh, or, you know, that I talk about pro graps, as the kids say. Pro wrestling, professional wrestling. Check out some of that this weekend. New Japan Pro Wrestling. You got the finals, the World Tag League, and the best of the Super Juniors tournaments. You got the finals of those going on one night. And then the next night, you got the Super J Cup. And one night tournament, that's going to be fantastic. And if you haven't seen the Super J Cup, you're going to see some badass wrestling, some badass stuff. You got to check it out. New Japan Pro Wrestling. It's going to be a good, good. And Sting is back in the wrestling world. Isn't this great? This Sting in AEW. This is fantastic. Wrestling is so fun right now. That's, I just. Anyway, time to close up shop. Time to get the fuck out of here. So I do appreciate everyone for joining and listening. Thank you very much. I really do. And as always, much love to you all. Because, I, again, I very much appreciate anyone who, who takes part of their day away, however much, to dedicate to hearing my crazy ass talk. So, yeah. Much love. Much love. And don't forget, stay safe, stay vigilant, stay mad. Because all the best of us are. Don't forget that. Don't forget that. And have a great weekend. Good luck in round one of the playoffs. <sighs> Until next time. Ta-ta for now. Laters! Welcome to the-